today i just want to tell y'all listeners i heard you you said it at the ads too long at the beginning of the show so we're going to space them out uh you're only going to hear some now then you hear some in the middle so don't be bothered when uh you hear me pop up in the middle of your show today starting off for us is one of my friends she started their own moonshine company let me tell you i got a new favorite moonshine not only do i absolutely adore sarah blake Blake now has a badass moonshine. And it's called Blake's Moonshine. And I am obsessed with it. They have this caramel apple delight. And if you are from the South or anywhere, and it's like moonshine, but like real moonshine, like real good moonshine. Y'all remember what that apple moonshine used to taste like? This right here is so damn close that it is ridiculous. You would have think there's some backwoods folks from down in South Georgia making this. It's so damn good. And you can try it right now. All you got to do is go to onlysarahblake.com, only, S-A-R-A, blake.com, and you can order you some right now. And trust me, y'all know how much I like drinking and having a damn good time. I wouldn't be putting some alcohol on here that I didn't actually drink. So I got a bottle sitting on my desk right now. Thank you to Sarah and Matt for sending it to me. And thank y'all for being part of the Josh Terry Podcast. Y'all please go check them out now. Only sarahblake.com and get you some of this Blake moonshine now. Oh, eight and tell them you heard it right here on the Josh Terry Podcast. A good buddy to the show decided to sponsor this month, DPF Alternatives at 314 Garrison Road in Macon, Georgia. You can find this good old boy on Facebook at DPF Alternatives Macon, Georgia. They service diesel vehicles, semis, pickup, tractors, heavy equipment, anything that uses diesel. They clean all emission systems and diesels, and they give you a one-year warranty. They also sell aftermarket filters, offer 24 our service look my dad recently this is how we got hooked up with these guys uh my dad recently had to take his truck somewhere to get it serviced and the guys over at dpf hooked us up and we come to find out that he listened to the show because his sister had been on the show a lot so pretty much like family now so if your diesel needs its emission system clean or serviced i'm telling you go check out my guys over at d P.F. in Macon, Georgia. You can call them now at 478-973-8502. Tell them you heard their ad on the Josh Terry podcast and get $50 off. D.P.F. Alternatives Macon, Georgia. Shout out to my boys over at Deep South Chemical. A couple weeks ago, they heard the ad on the podcast, and they sent me over some of the stuff that they sell. Some chemicals that you wash your vehicles with. Some degreasers, some tire shine, some waxes, all that good stuff. And let me tell you, folks, 
Their stuff isn't like the shit you get at Walmart. This isn't like the shit you get from O'Reilly's. They gave me this stuff for my tires and rims, and all I had to do was spray it on and wipe it off. I didn't have to scrub. I didn't have to break my damn back. Their stuff literally was so good. I just had to wipe it off. I know I would have used these guys again, even if they wouldn't have sponsored the show. So it tickled me when they decided to do it this month. So I need you guys to please go look up deep. South Chemical. Call them today. They'll ship the stuff to you. Their phone number is 404-909-4257. That's Deep South Chemical. Tell Mr. Scott that Josh Terry sent you. Guys, y'all got to go check out Cotton Field Bar and Grill in Sneed, Alabama. I guess that's how you say it. It's 167 Medical Street. These guys have got some big things going on, and I'm glad that they're bringing me in to help out. They fed me the other day, and let me tell you, they gave me wings. They gave me cheese sticks. They gave me some fire-roasted or stone, whatever you want to call it, pizza. That was amazing. Everything that I ate there was amazing. When I go to Alabama from now on to do events and hang out, I'm going to make it a point to go see my dudes and the staff over at Cottonfield Bar and Grill at 167 Medical Street, Sneed, Alabama. Back Road Park and Event Venue. This is not a mud bog, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to make sure they put that in all their shit. I went to visit with them the other day over in Susan Moore, Alabama, and they are going to have some big events coming up. And everything they do, I'm going to get to be associated with as their MC. They are going to have some great acts coming up, so please listen out on this show. And anytime we say back road park and event venue, you need to have it in your head that it is not a mud bog. It is going to be an adult playground with live music and great times. So make sure you listen out for future announcements about events there. Let me tell you about my new favorite healthcare provider, Your Choice Healthcare, Miss Lynn over in Eastman at 82. Zero Second Avenue has helped me from everything with my weight loss. She'll help manage your health. She'll help manage the hormones in your body for the right alignment of your mind, body, and spirit for a balanced life. I know ever since I started going to Miss Lynn, it has really helped me, my mental health, everything. So if you need a little help, look up Your Choice Healthcare, PC in Eastman, Georgia, and give Miss Lynn a call now at 478-559-3150. What's up, fam? So uh, this is kind of a surprise episode. Uh, I was supposed to drop another episode this week. Uh, only had to do two this week because of the holidays. And uh, let me tell you, I, uh, I did not schedule anything. So we're going to try something different today. But before we get into that, I just want to remind you guys... July 8th, which will be tomorrow, I should be releasing this today, uh, out at uh, 9, let me see, make sure I don't get this wrong, 9 Points Properties, 591 Turnpike Cemetery Road in McRae, gates open at 6, says show starts at 7, me and a bunch of folks are going to be there, and it's called the Small Town Throwdown, they got Derek Flowers performing, Will Mosley, Nate Baker, Will Richardson, and Aaron Brown. Uh, I'll also probably be recording uh, as long as everything works out right. I have not seen the setup, uh, so if you listen to the previous show, you know that we're planning on recording, and right now we're still planning on recording. But it's just going to be <laughs> what they have to go by. Because like, uh, 
if I get there and it's a headache, which I hope it's not going to be, then we're going to record. But I'm not going to stress myself out because this isn't going to be the only event that we do there. And Brian is um, such a cool dude that I think he'll be cool with that. So you guys make sure you come out tomorrow. It's going to be a good time. And secondly, before we start this show, I just found out that two very good friends of mine who have had their ups and downs, who have been married for a long time, they are having a baby together finally. And I just want to tell you two, James and Damaris real fast, how blessed I am to have you two in my lives, that being around y'all has made me a better person. And I love you two dearly. I had no idea a year and a half ago when we first met that we would have the bond that we have together. But I could not be happier for you two. I cried. I cried when James sent me the sonogram. And then I cried harder when Damaris was posting little hints until they made the announcement because I already knew about it. And I cried. And I just cried because if you know me, you know that I live off of my faith. I'm not the best Christian ever. I'm not even a good one, to be honest with you. But I live off of my faith, off of blind faith. And these two have been through a lot. And they're going to be through, go through a lot more probably. But the fact that they were told they couldn't have a kid, and now at this point in time of their lives, God has blessed them with this. Not only can you be a light to those who are struggling with getting pregnant, you have an inspirational story now to tell people not to give up on it, that when the time is right, that it'll happen. And as once you know, that little baby's already got an uncle and a big cousin in Gracie, whatever the fuck, you, I guess that was what you would call it, that we will be there when the baby's born, if y'all want us to be. We're going to throw you one hell of a baby shower. And um, we're just there for you. We're just there for both of you. The good Lord don't make mistakes. Sometimes he puts us off and makes us wait on our blessing until we're ready for our blessing. He knows when we're ready. We don't. And I am just so grateful for the two of you. And I know that I want to say this too real fast that if you're somebody that's struggling with pregnancy, um, I don't know much about all that stuff, but I do know that that sometimes we got to get out of our own way and let it develop and let it happen the way that it's supposed to. And those who have lost kids um, to miscarriages, don't stop trying. Don't stop trying. Just realize that when it's supposed to happen, it's going to happen. And when it does happen, you'll look back and say, you know, I don't really understand God's plan in this situation, but this time period now that we're having a kid now is what makes a whole lot sense, a whole lot more sense than what it did back then when we lost one. So I just want to tell everybody that's going through that process or lost due to miscarriage that don't get mad at God. He don't make mistakes. Just sometimes we don't get our blessing until we're ready. But it's hard to argue with somebody that knows the past, the present, and the future. Good Lord knows what he's doing. We don't. So just pray. Pray even when you're mad. 
um, and James and Damaris, I know that, that you've prayed. I know your faith because we've had sober conversations and drunk conversations about it because I like to get drunk and talk about my faith because I wouldn't be here without it. Uh, I'm like a drunken preacher sometimes. Uh, not really. I do not ever consider myself a preacher. Uh, I am a warrior. There's preachers in this world and there's warriors in this world. And I'm a warrior. I am meant to live with the sinners because I am one. Uh, I am meant to show my faith a different way than anybody else, I believe. I believe that is my calling. So uh, if you're listening to this right now and you're struggling with any of that, just know you don't understand pain until you get on the other side of hurt. And once you get there, you look back and you can say, oh, shit, this makes sense now. At least that's the way that I look at it. I had to take a minute after that. Uh, Today's one of those days to where... I'm not complaining about what I'm about to say. It's just, it's weird for me. I have people that I generally care about in this world that have came out of nowhere to be in my life, and they like my opinion on stuff. And some of my friends are going through some hard shit right now. They're going through some trials. And I just had to get off here for a minute to kind of gather myself about James and Damaris and just how blessed uh, they are and what a blessing that is to all of us. And um, another one of my friends is going through some shit, and they reached out to me. And uh, I just really want to say to each and every one of y'all, find you a person that you feel comfortable talking to. Find you a person that can be your support system, that can be your friendly therapist. Y'all know I'm not the biggest fan of therapists. I know it works for some of y'all. It would never work for me. I like support systems. I like to talk to fucked up people because fucked up people don't judge fucked up people. Um, but if you're struggling right now, find someone to talk to that you feel comfortable with. Somebody that's not going to judge you because they've been through some shit. You know, I would never recommend unless you have a good grasp on it to go have a couple beers with somebody that's just, just as, just as mentally exhausted as you are, that's confused right now, that doesn't know where life's taking them. Uh, but putting alcohol on depression and putting alcohol on problems doesn't work for everybody. For me, uh, I'm not really that depressed anymore. Like, I battle with it every once in a while, but I really fight back with mine to where I know how to control my demons, and I want to see everybody get that way. So a little bit of advice to anyone who is feeling like you're at your end right now or just don't understand why life is throwing you all these curveballs, maybe there is. Maybe there is a reason, and you just really, really, really got to take a step back, get out of your own way, and find yourself. And you can find yourself by talking to people that have been in your shoes. So if anyone needs a friend, feel free to end up in my inbox at JLTerry87 on Instagram or Snapchat. Uh, I get a lot of stuff that I can't get to, but I will do my best that if somebody needs me, that I'm there for you. You know, for somebody who was supposed to be practicing their stand-up and comedy today, <laughs> they got deep to start off with. That got a little rough. Um, and I say stand-up. It's just where... Uh, Guys, if y'all know this, I'm very goal-oriented. And even if I fail at something, I want to say that I did it. And so uh, I, I've watched a lot of things lately, and I think I'm funny. You might not. You might dislike my advice. You might not think I'm fucking funny at all. 
But something that I absolutely love is comedians. And uh, I sat there last night and I watched Tom Segura's new special, Sledgehammer, which is amazing. Uh, I have never laughed so hard in my life. And when it was over, I started thinking to myself, I was like, look, I give people, I tell people all the time, hey, chase your dreams, chase all the shit you want to do. And one of the things I want to do is I want to do stand-up. I really do. I want to take a shot at it. But I want to be good. And I know that sounds fucking shitty to say, but I want to do it and I want to do it my way. I don't want to do it where I get up there and I tell jokes that people have heard a million times. I want to get up there and I want to take shit that's actually happened in my life and turn it into a punchline because most of my life is a fucking punchline, especially my love life. Pa-pa. That's a dad joke. Um, so... <laughs> After watching Segura last night, I was like, you know what? I don't have a show today. I've got to put another one out. I'm just going to get on here, and I'm going to ramble off what could be a set. And then I started trying to do it. I fucking suck. I'm not very good at it. I'm not good at forcing anything. Like, taking notes and all that bullshit and then trying to make it work is not... (laughs) It's not me. I am good at just spur of the moment bullshit. Um, and this and this is where like I kind of wanted to to try this today, but now I just want to fucking talk to y'all about how the past couple months have been for me. And the main thing has been my love life the past couple months. There was an episode that I put out a while ago, and it was uh, pretty much me talking about it's time for me to settle down. Uh, that me and Reagan were on the way back from Nashville one night, uh, or I might've just been on the phone with her. I can't remember. And it was where like, I had got it in my head. It's time to do some shit different in my life. It really is. Like I have gone above and beyond to make this image of the fun guy and all this type of shit and everything. And I'm still that guy, but it's time for me to start like having somebody meaningful around me all the time that I get to do this shit with, that I get to experience this stuff with. And I did that episode, and after that I was like, you know what, I'm going to go on some dates. I haven't been on a fucking date in years. I'm talking about the longest time, a traditional-ass date. I usually would just ask a bitch if she wants to come ride dirt roads, drink some beer, and let's talk some shit, have some fun. Maybe somebody gets naked. Maybe they don't. You never know. But I decided to put myself out there. So I was like, I'm going to try dating apps. That is a fucking horrible, horrible thing. First date I went on months ago, this is a while ago, was horrible. This woman was extremely attractive. She was extremely sweet. We had texted back and forth. We even talked on the phone. If you know how much I hate talking on the fucking phone, that's a lot for me. I cannot stand it because I'm talking all day, every day. It was so bad. I got in front of this woman and was like a fucking mime. I could barely order my food. And it was not because like I was stunned by her beauty. She was a very good looking woman. But it wasn't that. It was not like that at all. I'm around good looking women all the fucking time. From Alyssa to Macy to Sarah to Tawny to to everybody else that goes everywhere with us. Miss Reagan. Damn. I'm around all these attractive women, so it wasn't that. 
I realized I didn't know how to hook and have a conversation with a normal person anymore. I do this for a living, and I can't ask you about your day. I don't know how to ask you about your day because I've gone so fucking long without caring about somebody's day. It's been a very, very fucking weird thing for me. So after that first day, I was like, I'm not doing this shit again. I don't want to do it. I'm out. Just let's not fucking do it again. And then I got lonely. I don't know if y'all ever get lonely and re-download Tinder, Bumble, whatever. <laughs> it's not a good decision to do that when you're lonely. Uh, you start swiping on people that you have no interest in even talking to. It's like, she's got nice tits. She's in a bathing suit. Maybe she's easy. All right, let's try this. Let's see where it goes. If nothing else, maybe I can, uh, you know, end up naked with a bitch. Um, and even then, like, I'm at the point in my life where I don't really care about lust anymore. I really want, like, passion. If you don't know the difference, you're not growing up. Uh, I would rather have passion with somebody now than anything. A kiss on the forehead or grazing somebody's back or something when you're passionate about them and you really care about them is way better than doggy style with another bitch. And uh, it just, it means something. I want something to mean something now. So I say that to say this, I decided not to give up on it. I decided to go on some dates. I went on a date and I don't even know if you would really even call it a date. We wanted to get drunk. Right away, I was like, this bitch is cool. She wants to get drunk with me. She wants to listen to country music. Awesome. Right off the bat, I should have fucking known. Like, you've ever seen those people, and you're wondering why they're single? And then you get around them, and you're like, I know exactly why you're fucking single. You're insane. You don't live on the same planet as me. This person, though, once again, I will let a beautiful woman ruined my life in a heartbeat because I'm stupid. I'm a fucking caveman when I see a good looking woman. I see ball want a hit ball, if you know what I'm saying. Like that's all, that's all my fucking brain thinks about at the time. And this woman proceeds to, in the first 20 minutes we're around each other, to one, tell me she was discharged from the military due to mental health issues. Uh, she even served in a branch that I'm not going to say that not every branch has trauma because they do. I work with a lot of veterans, but I've never heard anybody in the National Guard that's never actually had to go serve have PTSD. This person did. And I'm not knocking it. They didn't get into a trauma with me or whatever, but of all the branches of the military, National Guard, and only serving a few years, and you get discharged due to mental health issues, I should have known when she was telling me this story to fucking run. But once again, I looked over, I saw her legs, the tattoos and the tan, and I was like, fuck it, I can roll with this. What's the worst that can happen? I'll tell you what the worst that could happen was. We ended up going to a friend's house, shooting pool, having a good time. It was fun. Had a great time. Another friend come over that I had not seen in a while, and they ended up inviting us to go ride dirt roads. It was fun. This is my favorite thing to do in the world. If you've ever been around me, you know that I will take riding dirt roads and drinking beer and listening to the type of music I like over fucking anything else. And I mean anything else. Especially if you find uh, a good group of people to ride with that don't touch your fucking radio. 
that don't want to hear constantly happy, bullshitty songs. They like my depressed shit. Even though it's not depressed, I just love sad songs. They made me happy. Well, this bitch, uh, first off, she took some gummies, and she took baby gummies. I'm talking about Delta 8, 10 milligram. Now, I'm not no pothead, and I don't take a lot of gummies. I take them every once in a while, and I don't smoke. I ain't no smoker whatsoever. But 10 milligrams really ain't going to fuck you up. I don't care who you are. You might have a little high, but you ain't high high. You ain't stuck to a fucking chair high. Well, this person has one. And proceeds to act like she is fucking Red Man and Method Man and how high. Like she is just delusional. And it's got to be an act. There's no way. There's no fucking way. It's Delta 8. Ugh. Then she starts bitching about the radio. She starts just being annoying as fuck. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be a good guy here. I'm just going to offer to take this person back to their vehicle. They should not be drunk. They have not drank that much. They should be able to drive. And either way, I'll follow them home to make sure they get there, okay? I'll be a good dude. Well, within five minutes of me saying that, the following happened. One, one of the buddies in my vehicle said, hoorah. Said it the wrong way. I don't even know if I'm fucking saying it right. Marines, you know I fucking love you, but I'm not a Marine, so guess what? I don't know how to say correctly. Hoorah or hoorah. However the fuck you say it. Don't know. This person has worked in civil service for 20 years who has worked their ass off helping our country as a civil service or in civil service. How the fuck you want to say it? This person then, the crazy bitch, gets mad at this person. Starts giving him a lecture on everything military-based after she had just called the Air Force the chair force and was picking on them. whole time I'm thinking, bitch, you were in the National Guard. Uh, you're just one of the few in the proud. Like, chill the fuck out now. Uh, few in the proud might even be the Marines. I don't know. But this bitch should not have been acting the way she was. That's the point of this. Within two minutes of that happening, I'm like, look, you're fucking crazy you're cussing out the nicest people on the planet. We just said we were going to take care of you and take you back to your fucking car. Chill out. She doesn't chill. She starts beating the fuck out of my dash. Kicking the shit out of my dash. Kicking me. Kicking me and assaulting me. Then she opens the door and wants to fucking tuck and roll. Luckily, we were on dirt roads. Bitch didn't get hurt. But still, me being a good man. Me being a good guy. I was like, you know what? I don't want this person in the middle of the night walking dirt roads. That is rude. I wouldn't want it done to me. So I'm like, hey, look, get back in the car. I'm going to take you to your car, and we're going to make sure you get home safe. We're going to do the good thing, the gentleman thing, southern hospitality shit. We don't make it 30 feet, and she's getting loud and stupid. Saying the dumbest shit ever. Even acting like a robot and having a stupid British accent. I cannot make this up. I don't know what else this bitch was taking or if her mental health is just that bad. But shit. I want to apologize to every single woman I've ever called crazy. I've never seen crazy like this. This is a fucking different level of crazy. So, get about 30 feet away and I just can't stand it no more. 
and I literally turned the radio up. I don't even remember what song it is, but whatever song it was, this bitch fucking hated. I'm talking about hated. And it was like, that ain't my truck or some shit. Like, it's a 90s jam. She then turns my radio off and tells me that, like, I'm a fucking terrorist. That I just want to make money off of the military and all this kind of stuff and just bullshit. And I'm like, look, bitch, you can shut the fuck up. I'm going to need you to hush right now. Then she knocks the fuck out of me. I've never in my life put my hands on a woman. I don't believe in domestic violence whatsoever. But in this case, I really wanted to OJ Simpson this bitch. Like, really did. She then opens the door. She starts kicking me and shit. She falls out. And I do, once again, the right thing. I get about 500 feet up the road. I call the police. Because I'm not dealing with it. I'm not fucking dealing with any bullshit like this. And I realize as I'm calling the police, I brought this on myself. I brought this on myself. I had a woman. I based her off of appearance. Knew she was crazy. And in the back of my head, I was like, but you know what the crazy one's got the best of? Ladies, if you don't know that, ask your fella. Your fella knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Those crazy ones are the best ever. But also, they come with baggage. As crazy as this bitch was, I would imagine that it was just like life-changing pussy. I imagine that it was amazing. But also, that life-changing thing could have been that she cut my throat while I was asleep. I hope I never see this person again. But it was my fault. 100% my fault. If I would have just hung out with her in a safe environment without introducing edibles and alcohol, maybe she'd have been cool. Maybe she would have been cool. But no, no, that's not not my luck. That's not what the fuck happens to me. Uh, But that's always what happens. It's weird. I have not been around a woman that you could just drink and have a good time with without them being fucking stupid. That's my biggest thing. Like, I don't drink all the time anymore. But when I do, I want to have a good time. I am drinking to have a good time. I'm not drinking because I'm sad. I'm not drinking because I'm lonely. I'm drinking because I want to turn the radio up. I want to sing. I want to bullshit. I want to have a good time. I want to get so fucked up if we're riding dirt roads that at some point in time we have a little dirt road dance. Maybe even a little dirt road romance, you know what I'm saying? But you don't find that. You don't find that anymore. And that is so discouraging. There was another time, me and Mark Orient playing golf. And there was a mutual friend of me and Mark that went and hung out with us while we was playing golf. This person decides that they want to get high, too. They want to hit wax. I don't do wax. I'm scared of it. This bitch loses her mind. We even in the Mexican restaurant in Eastman, she spills margarita all over the floor. She's just loud and obnoxious. If anybody's going to be loud and obnoxious with me and Mark Orient, it needs to be me and Mark Orient. That's fun. That's what it should be. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and then this person proceeds just to be a lunatic from there to their car. I feel like I'm the problem at this point. 
I really do. I feel like the first woman that comes along that can have a good time, that can enjoy music with me, that can ride dirt roads with me, that can just make me laugh and not give me a fucking anxiety attack. Oh, man. Let's go. Let's go. I am down for that. I'm not that hard to please, ladies. I'm really not. I am just looking for someone nice. I have dealt with so many bitches and so many different times of crazy. I just want someone nice. I want somebody you can have fun with. I want somebody that you can just have a damn good time with and you don't have to worry about what they might do. That might do shit. I don't know. I'm speaking for myself here. I don't know how many of y'all have had to deal with that. That what might happen shit is the worst. I hate it. I hate everything about it. Especially like if you're at my event or you're in my hometown or you're around my friends or whatever. I don't want to be around a woman you don't know how she's going to act. That is the most unattractive thing ever. You know what you can say with me? Josh might get fucked up, but he's not going to show his ass. Now, if you'd have done that five years ago, I would have. But that's growing up. It's growth. You got to know better. I know better now. I know how to act in certain situations. Now, if I'm just with me and my boys, oh, fuck, there ain't no telling what might happen. I would call this guy out, but I'm not going to. So I got a buddy who's a professional kayak fisherman. And the first time me and him got around each other, people were like, you two don't need to be friends. Same way with me and Mark Orient. Except difference between me and this guy and me and Mark Orient. Mark likes to give you drugs. And he gives you really good ones at that. And it makes it better. It makes it better. But me and this guy, we like to drink alcohol. We like to do shots. We like to get sideways. Uh, wasn't too long ago that we were running up and down Broadway. Uh, and I still to this day do not know what actually happened. We told the people who we jumped in their vehicle with... Uh, randomly in front of cops that, hey, we just slapped this woman on the ass and we took off running. Now, knowing me, I would not purposely commit sexual assault. So I don't know if we were just fucking with the people that were picking us up or not. I don't know. All I know is I don't run. So it's either we thought it was really fucking funny or we actually slapped somebody on the ass and their old man wasn't happy about it. Never fucking know with us. We get sideways, and we get sideways quick. Uh, point of that being, like, you just, you got to know. You got to know your lane. You got to know with this whole new world of dating and getting fucked up with people or whatever. I almost want to vent or vet people first before I hang out with them. Uh, I am very quick to ask you to look at your Instagram. I'm not one of those that's right off the bat, like, hey, give me your Snapchat. I think that's kind of childish. Um, unless you're just 100% going to be a whore, then by all means, if you know that's the case, give me your Snapchat. I really don't need to know much else about you. Let me tell you about my girl, Miss Erica, with Crooked W Consulting. She has a small marketing and design agency out of North Carolina. She offers small, affordable business solutions that tailor your business, and startups nationwide. She's currently doing my new website. I'm telling you folks, you need to let her 
do yours. She's doing us a jam up job. She also offers digital marketing, graphic design, and social media management. If I'm using her here at the studio, there ain't no reason why your small business shouldn't. Look her up on Facebook and Instagram at Crooked W Consulting or text her now at 919-351-2084. Crooked W Consulting. Hit up Miss Erica now. You won't be disappointed. Let's give a quick shout out to Nobles Networking. Guys, if you're looking for a new internet provider, they hook me up here at the studio and at my house. If you live out in the country and you can't find nowhere else where to get your internet or you're paying too much for Hargrave or any of that other shit, look up Nobles Networking. 478-308-0596. You are going to love it. I'm telling you, it works great for me. It runs everything here at the studio at my house perfectly. Hit up Nobles Networking. Let me tell you about Lori's Dive-In in Alamo, Georgia. I ran her ad several times now. She's been with me since I started doing this stuff. Even if it's not convenient for you, take some time, go out of your way, and go eat there. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. She takes pride in her staff, her food, her service, every single aspect. So, Please go check out Lori's Dive In in Alamo, Georgia at 8 Commerce Street. And the phone number is 912-568-1645. Lori's Dive In. If you've seen me wearing hats lately that's got D-Y-H on it, it stands for Down Yonder Hat Coat. Seth Baysmore, a buddy of mine, he owns that company, and he has sent me some of their hats. Let me tell you, I love them. I've worn them in a lot of my stuff lately, and I plan on wearing them a lot more. I've shared them with some of my friends. He has a startup business, and I'm telling you guys, you would absolutely love them. So do me a favor. Go right now to his Instagram at Down Yonder Hat Co. Check them out. They also have a website, downyonderhatco.com. Order some stuff from them and tag them on Instagram. And when you do, make sure when you make the post, you say that you heard about the hats and down yonder right here on the Josh Terry Podcast. I want to give a special thank you to Project K9 Hero. Them and Cashman's Pub just came on to be a sponsor for us for an entire year. So if you guys love puppy dogs, if you guys love supporting our military and law enforcement, you guys need to go check out Project K9 Hero. Go make a donation. Go do whatever. Buy some gear to show your support. Thank you to Jason Johnson and also to my guy Ron at Cashman's Pub. Ron is opening up a couple other spots. He's already got the library uh, in Macon, Georgia. And let me tell you, when we go out to Macon, that is where we pregame. We pregame at Cashman's. We have a good time. They got good food. They always got good music. And Ron is letting me bring some artists down there to play. So y'all do me a favor. If you're in Macon, Georgia, and you're looking for a spot to eat, go check out Cashman's Pub. If you're looking for a spot to get drunk and hang out with your friends, Cashman's Pub is the place to go. Special thank you to Mr. Blake over at Gerald Electric Company. Right here in Cochran, Georgia, they can handle all your commercial and industrial electrical construction and maintenance needs. Uh, this old fella came on uh, middle of the month, so this ad ain't completely finished, but What's cool about it, they're right here out of Cochran, Georgia. It's a family-owned business, 
and they're going to be coming here in the next couple of days and actually doing an episode and telling you guys more about them and their company. So y'all, please do me a favor and go check them out on all social media platforms and give them a call for any of your commercial and industrial electrical needs today. That's Gerald Electric Company. Ask for Blake. His phone number is 478-279-330. Shout out to Pearl Promoting. You guys need to look up Miss Anna and everything that her and her associates have going on over in Alabama. I know they've been a big help to me. Big help to me. And guys, if you're an artist, reach out to them. They're going to help you for a lot of the stuff that you don't want to do, a lot of the stuff that you're not getting done, a lot of the stuff that you don't know how to do. Pearl Promoting is going to help you. So go look them up on Facebook now at Pearl Promoting. I'm not going to. You know, it's just the way of the world. It's just the way of the world. It's the way of being single at 35 and the shit you have to deal with. I would rather... At this point in my life, get to know somebody and have fun with them. I have a special kind of fun, like I just told you, with my friends. Uh, I don't need that special kind of fun with the woman that I'm dating. I want to have fun with her. I want to have a damn good time. But I don't think finding it on Tinder or Bumble or anything like that is going to be the way to go. Uh, it just keeps it just keeps getting worse for me. And I don't see it getting no better anytime soon. I would like to think that there's a woman on the horizon. Maybe I've met her. Maybe she's blonde. Maybe she is a sugar mama. And she just don't know it yet. You never know. You never know what's on the horizon. I'm excited about the future, though. Because one thing that I want to make sure that you guys understand is you're not supposed to give up on dating. You're not supposed to give up. If other shit hasn't worked out for you, even if you have bad experiences like I've had lately i've had some good experiences too i've met some badass people some badass women that it just didn't work out for distance wise or point of view wise or whatever and there's nothing wrong with them there's nothing wrong with them if anything the older i get the better looking of woman that wants to pay me attention i really appreciate that i am a big fan of good looking women uh, you could say it's my weakness. I'm just really a glutton for punishment, though. So, like, I like the ones that kind of seem crazy. Just not, you know, kick your dash and, you know, beat the shit out of you the first time you've hung out crazy. That's that, that one's not for me. The rest of it might be. So, if any of y'all are listening to this and you want to change my opinion on dating, feel free. Feel free to slide in them DMs. Go head first if you want to. Change my opinion. And before I get out of here, I just want to thank, thank Tom Segura. Uh, I'm a huge fan of yours. Last night watching your special. Uh, I don't think I'll ever be a stand-up comic, but it's something I want to try. It's a chance that I want to take. It's some stuff that I want to pursue. It's fun that I want to have. So I'm going to practice, and then I'm going to do an open mic, and then after I bomb, I'll probably never fucking do it again. Uh, I just don't see uh, me doing stuff, which I say I won't continuously do things that I fail at. But once again, my love life. Bye-bye. Dad joke. So, uh, but the story I want to leave y'all with is actually from watching The Thing last night. Ladies, if you find me attractive whatsoever, I need you to turn this off. If there's a chance that you might sleep with me at some point in time or we might date... I need you to turn this off. 
So one of the things I try to do after I've had a week of eating the way I have, mainly because of the cotton field over in Alabama, because uh, they made me all kind of food to take home and all this kind of stuff after me hanging out with them the other day, and I've ate every fucking bit of it. And then me and Gracie went out to eat yesterday before we went and watched Indiana Jones. By the way, if you've not watched the new Indiana Jones, it's really fucking good. But anyway, I digress. So one of the things I try to do after having a week like this, where I've ate like shit, I like to take laxatives. They're dirt, whatever it is. Dulco lax or whatever. Like they're extreme laxatives. And I don't take the recommended one. I take three. Just because I want to flush out everything that's in my intestines because for some reason I think that's going to make me look skinnier. I know, I'm fucking stupid. But it makes me feel better. It feels like I'm not clogged because I'm not. But I've also been shitting out lava water for the past 24 hours now. So I decided to do that yesterday. Well, it doesn't take effect, as you know. They have to kick in. They have to, I don't know, waterize everything in your guts. As I'm watching Tom Segura last night, on three separate occasions, he made me laugh so hard that I squirted. I squirted, and I'm ashamed of it. I've had to wash three different pair of comfy gym shorts in a five-hour span. I am a 35-year-old man. I should have fucking known better. But also, when I took the laxatives, I didn't think I was going to watch Tom Segura. That special last night, especially when he's talking about the edibles, it reminded me so much of me and Mark Orient that I cried. My guts literally exploded. They couldn't help. That's how much I was laughing. If I wasn't such a fat ass, I'd probably have abs after watching it. It was some of the funniest shit I have ever seen. And I just feel disgusting. I don't know if y'all have ever done anything like that. The only other time that something bad like this has happened to me, uh, I had an event one time, and I did the same thing. I did the same thing the day before. I took laxatives. But at the same time, I took NyQuil. I took those things because I couldn't sleep and I was constipated and I didn't want to go to my event the next day and be full of shit. I didn't want to feel bloated. I wanted to be clean. You know it's a really bad idea. Taking NyQuil and laxatives at the same time. You can't trust a fart anyway once you get over 35. And I don't have my appendix anymore, so it's just like a fucking highway through there now, an express lane. I don't know why. Greasy food and stuff just really don't agree with me no more. And you can imagine what happens when you're sleeping and you have gas and you're sleeping so good because you took NyQuil and you took three extra strength laxatives. It is, it's not a proud moment for me. I guess in all fairness, though, I have done worse. Worse shit has happened to me. Uh, but we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about it. I just wanted to share with y'all some funny shit that's been going on in my life lately. And, you know, even though some of this bad stuff has happened, I try to see the light in it. I try to see the fun side of it. I try to see, well, fuck. You know, share it with people. Somebody else out there is shit or wet the bed. 
Somebody else has done something stupid. You know, there's too many people on social media and too many people that do podcasts or whatever. They're just going to share the best parts of their life, the happy moments. They're not going to share when you shit yourself laughing at Tom Segura. But if you come here, you'll, you'll get stuff like that because I'm real. I don't have any other choice but to be real. I'm not good looking enough to where I can rely on my looks. I don't think I'm bad. Not the prize pig at the fair. I think I do all right. And I'm not funny enough to where I could just make you motherfuckers laugh all the time. This will probably be an episode that people look back on and be like, what the fuck was he doing? I really just want to be a really good storyteller. I really want to be a good conversationalist. I want to be where regardless of who comes on this show or anything that I'm wanting to try in life, that I, I take an effort towards it. I put the right foot forward. I want other people to see that in me and try it in themselves. So if you want to be a comedian, try it. Write some shit. It either works or it don't. If you want to be a musician, try it. You're either good or you're not. You want to be a songwriter, same thing. Or whatever. You want to be a fucking fry cook. Go fry cook the best you fucking can. I don't care what you want to do in this life. If you want it, try it. Because one day you're going to regret not. One day you're going to regret that you never took a chance on yourself or your dreams. If something makes you happy, pursue it. Fuck what everybody else thinks. Who cares? Who needs anybody else's validation? I know it's an old saying or whatever, but if you're not fucking me, feeding me, paying my bills, why does your opinion matter? And even then, why does your opinion matter? If you are doing any of those things, I don't really care. It's my life. I want to make an ass out of myself. I will. I've made an ass out of myself for the past eight years, and I think it's doing all right. <laughs> I think we're doing fine, you know? Um, so, yeah, if you've got something that you want to do, even if it starts off bad, even if it ain't worth a fuck, try it. You ain't got nothing to lose. You got everything to gain with nothing to lose. If everybody's telling you you can't do something, try it. Fuck them. Fuck them. It don't matter. Because if you succeed, they're going to tell you, oh, I knew you should have done it the whole time. But if you fail, they're also going to be like, <laughs> told you so. So why does it matter? It should matter to you. If you got something that you want to pursue in life, pursue it. Go after it. Do it. I'm going to get out of here, but once again, tomorrow night, I want you guys to come hang out with us. I want you guys to just come have a good time, even if you don't know the artist. Even if you haven't been to McCray, Georgia ever, come hang out with us at Nine Point Properties. It's 591 Turnpike Cemetery Road, McCray, Georgia. They're a sponsor on the show for the next couple of days. They also do weddings and corporate events. So this gives you a chance to come out, drink, party with us, have a good time. And who cares? Who cares if the music is good or if it's bad? Come have a good time. Make it to where you make the event better. Anytime you go somewhere, be the person who makes what you're going to better. Have fun. Get drunk. Talk shit. Have a good time. Ask these guys to play you some songs. Tip the shit out of them if you do. I'm big on tipping artists. So if you come, come have fun with us. Even if you don't have a reason to come because you don't know them, come anyway. Fuck it. You can hang out with me and my friends. I'm going to try my best to make sure a smoke show comes with me. And, you know, I might let you get a picture with her. <laughs> I'm just fucking with y'all. 
Uh, there will be no pictures taken. Um, I'm just playing with that too. I don't care. Let's have some fun tomorrow. Uh, I'm also excited, if you didn't hear the previous show, to be doing something in McCray, Georgia. I've had a lot of bad shit happen to me in McCray, Georgia. Uh, I've been arrested there when I was 18 years old um, for some stupid shit that I did. My fault completely. And uh, got a cease and desist letter from there. Uh, let's see what else has happened there. There's a couple of hell bitches that are from there that, hey, I run into them tomorrow, I run into them. Fuck it. Um, but it's also just like a full circle moment for me. If any of y'all here, when I get frustrated with folks and I try to prove a point, it's where like sometimes I have to humble myself. Sometimes I have to shut the fuck up and I have to let whatever the plan is, whether you believe in God or the universe, I have to let that plan play out. So the fact that I'm getting to do stuff in McCray just makes some of the things that have happened to me so much better. So much better. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about a lot of the stuff that we've got coming up. Don't forget, uh, I need to look at this just so you guys go ahead and put this on your fucking... Uh, I'm sitting here clicking on something like a jackass. Uh, just so you guys can go ahead and make a couple dates coming up. If y'all haven't seen... We've got Ashley Cook at Josh Terry's Honky Tonk Nights, September the 2nd at the Hummingbird. And it's me and Lisa uh, Williams' actual birthday party. Um, it's not really my birthday, but it's uh, it's close to it. It's close to I think there's going to be like three or four different birthday parties for me, by the way. We're going to do some cool shit. I'm going to do my best to even book Brett Shiroki for somewhere down here for my birthday. Uh, my birthday September the 10th, by the way. I expect presents and donations. Um, y'all gotta y'all do something nice for me. Now, I do a lot of cool shit for y'all. Y'all motherfuckers can do something nice for me. Um, where the fuck is this date? Because we got a date in August, too. And my buddy, Trey Landon, is coming in August. Me and Trey go way back. Shout out to Dylan Marlowe, too. I wouldn't know him if it wasn't for Trey. Uh, Dylan just dropped an EP today. Please go listen to it. I've had the pleasure of having Dylan play several shows for me when he was a baby, when he was 18 or 19. And now to see him playing the Grand Ole Opry next week is just amazing to me. Um, I'm very proud of you, dude. I'm very, very proud of you. Uh, August the 29th, though, is Trey Landon. And my dude Cole Goodwin uh, is opening up for him. If y'all haven't heard the song that we wrote, uh, Whiskey Weather, you need to. You can go listen to some of the Nashville rounds. Uh, the Raising Grace rounds that we've done and listen to the song. It's, uh, it's probably my favorite thing that I've been a part of that I've got to write with somebody. Um, don't forget, September 22nd, we got Sam Grow. October the 20th, we got Dylan fucking Carmichael. Son, let's go. And uh, November the 4th, we got Brian Martin, my dude, who just had some stuff come out. Please go check him out. Uh, but I'm fixing to get out of here. Last thing I want to leave y'all with is a couple years ago, I wasn't shit. I still ain't shit. I ain't where I'm going to be. But somebody even just posted this thing of Morgan Wallen from 2018 where he's playing a flatbed truck. That was five years ago. He's flat playing on a flatbed of an 18-wheeler in front of about 40 people. That was five years ago. Now due to selling out stadiums because he didn't give up because he kept moving forward. But he had to start somewhere. And that dude's had adversity. That dude has had everything from an N-bomb dropped to a kid to all kind of shit happened to him, and he just kept going. Dude just kept going. 
you should keep going. You should chase what the fuck you want in life. You never know where it's going to lead. I'm in rooms now and part of shit that I never thought I'd get to be part of. And if I would have quit or I would have been down on myself or I would have stopped, I would have never got here. You got to go through those trials. You got to go through that bullshit because it makes you a better person. It makes you the person that you're supposed to be. So if you're struggling today, try to learn what blind faith is to you. And when you can't take no more, just keep going. Thank you all for listening to the Josh Terry Podcast. I'll see you all next time.